Right. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, I have a very good friend of mine, John Chow. I've known him for a few years uh, from Vancouver, BC, Canada, where we're both from. I'm uh, living in Burnaby. He used to live in Richmond, but now he's actually moved uh, to Orange County. Actually, for the last several years, he's been in Orange County. But he actually uh, comes back to Vancouver at least once, maybe twice a year, because his parents uh, live out there and one of his daughters is studying there. And he loves the Vancouver summers. So John Chow is a well-known name in the internet marketing world. Uh, his website is johnchow.com, a very successful blogger, internet marketer, affiliate marketer, video blogger, and much, 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 much more. Uh, so on today's episode, we find out a little bit more about John Chow, but from a very unique angle uh, as a digital nomad. I mean, John Chow has been interviewed about blogging a lot, but not as much about digital nomadism. So uh, on this episode, we're going to be um, tuning in to that part of John's life, his travels, uh, and how he makes money while traveling. So John, uh, for the sake of the people watching and listening, why don't you give us a quick backstory of who is John Chow? All right, okay, Ricky. Well, basically, uh, you know, I pretty much grew up in Vancouver like, like you did, and uh, um, most people know me as the blogger who makes money online by telling people how much money he makes online. <laughs> you see, uh, my blog was started in December of 2005, it was a personal blog designed to update friends and families on what it is I'm doing with my life and stuff like that. Uh, I have uh, relatives still living in mainland China, some relatives living in Toronto. So instead of calling each other up, we would just uh, they would just log into johnshow.com and see what's happening with life in Vancouver. Uh, and that blog have, uh, turned into one of the biggest internet marketing blog on the net. And today it's a it's a full blown business is all I do. It allows me to live what I call the dot the dot com lifestyle. Uh, that's uh, freedom of time, money, and location. Uh, because of the blog, I'm able to become what you what you're talking about here, a digital nomad. I'm able to work from anywhere in the world as long as I have access to the internet, and I can update my blog. Uh, it doesn't matter where I am. Like I said, uh, I was from Vancouver, but right now I'm basing my operation down here in Orange County. I normally come back to Vancouver in the summer because uh, it is a nice, much nicer in Vancouver right now than it is in the OC. But uh, I bought a new house recently, so I'm down here renovating it. So that's why I'm still down here. But normally, yeah, I, I divide my time between Vancouver in the summer and the rest of the time I'm down in Orange County because once it rains in Vancouver, I, I kind of leave. <laughs> and and usually every other month or every month or so, I'm taking trips somewhere in the world. Awesome, man. You know, you can follow John across his social media, across his YouTube mm -hmm. channel, and across his, uh, in, uh, across his blog, where he covers all about his travel adventures around the world. And he has some phenomenal videos of him, uh, you know, lounging around in cruises and with uh, some of the biggest celebrities in the world, and especially spending quality time with his family. And that obviously is very important to me. Uh, my whole passion is fatherhood and family with daddyblogger.com. Uh, but lately I've been really focused on this whole area of family travel. We're currently here in Bogota, Colombia, traveling around South America. We left Vancouver, BC, Canada. Also because of rain, we left <laughs> December, uh, December 6, 2016. And we haven't been back once uh, in seven months. And we're uh, traveling now uh, through South America. Uh, it's our first time ever to South America. And we're focusing on this continent to see every country pretty much in this yeah. continent. So John, uh, you've definitely been an inspiration for me. When I first started blogging, um, you know, the first person I, uh, when I looked up how to be a successful blogger was you, johnchow.com. And uh, I had an opportunity to, to hear John a few times speak in Vancouver, and then uh, John actually spoke at several of my events called Why We Are Bloggers, and 
you know, we've got to know each other over the last few years. Yeah. So, John, uh, tell us about your journey into becoming a successful blogger because you started out as a hobby blog and then eventually started making four figures a month, five figures a month. And now I think uh, some months you're pretty much surpassing the six figures a month, not a year, I repeat, six figures a month. So, very impressive online success. So, tell us a little bit about what got you from a hobby to like a seven figure business. Uh, well, it started off as a hobby. But uh, once I once I saw that you know uh, once I saw that there's money to be made on this, uh, I looked at how the, how I can increase the revenue. I look at just I look at two ways. I look at how to increase my audience and how to increase my revenue per 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 visitor. So uh, if you can double your traffic, you can pretty much double your money. But doubling your traffic. It's a lot more difficult than say to double the revenue you make per user. So that's why I look at both. I look at double. I look at increasing my traffic, but more importantly, I look at I look at how can I increase the revenue I make per per user that comes to my blog. Like when I first started, I was just monetizing it with pretty much one method: the Google ad. But the Google ad only uh, only gives you a couple of dollars per thousand. But however. But now instead, instead, what I do now, instead of like just having someone come to my site and then I try to make 25 cents off them, I would try to capture them uh, by getting their contact information, either get them to subscribe to my RSS, uh, friend me on Facebook, or ideally subscribe to my email list. And then what I would do is uh, I would try to I would form a relationship with the with the new lead, and then I would sell them stuff. I would offer them additional products myself that pays a lot more than just having them click on a Google ad. Like it used to be that uh, when someone subscribed to my comes, comes to my site, you know, uh, they click on an ad, I make 25 cents. But now when someone comes to my site, they could potentially be worth tens of thousands of dollars to me. So that's really been a, been a main difference. Uh, my traffic has steadily increased, but my income has gone up exponentially because I keep I I keep making more and more revenue per individual user. So I believe, uh, yeah, like I used to I remember I used to tell, tell people that your list is worth about a dollar per name for you per month. Right? Well, every person that goes to my list is worth uh, currently hundred. Like if you if you take my blog's revenues and divide it by the size of the list. Uh, each name is making me over a hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, really that, that, that's really the secret. Wow. That, that's, yeah. So, Joanna, tell us yeah. about um, you know um, what differentiated you as opposed to the millions of other blogs? Because uh, you see, literally every day as we yeah. speak now, there's probably people starting a blog, and every month and every year, new bloggers, new bloggers, new bloggers. Never make it, even as a full-time blogger. Some people might make it to a part-time blog. There are very, very few, I would say, in the you know the couple of percent out of all the blogs who are really making a, a full-time income. So, mm -hmm. what would you say are your differential points? What did you do there differently than every other blogger on the internet? Uh, I think the the first difference is uh, I took it as a as a business. Like once I decided, you know, this was going to be a path to what I'm going to do as a full-time. 
person. Right. So even though uh, it, the blog is pretty much automated, I still treat it as a I still treat it as a full blown business. It is it's fully incorporated. It maintains its own set of books. It has its own bank account. So it has its own account and everything. So that's the first thing. Uh, most bloggers never get to that point. You know, they because because uh, blogging is so inexpensive to set up. You know, five ten bucks for a domain name, a few bucks a month for web hosting. And that's an advantage, but it's also it's a double-edged sword. It's also a disadvantage in that because it's so inexpensive to start, a lot of people do not give it the seriousness of, of a traditional business that costs tens of thousands of dollars to create. So as a result, you know, they do, they, they, they're in hobby mode. I'll, I'll give this thing a try, and if it makes money, hey, great. If it doesn't make money, well, I'm out a few bucks. Right. So that's the first thing. I treat it as a real business. I treat it as I invested six figures into this thing, like a, like a traditional business, and I treat it as such. Uh, so seriousness is the first thing. You need to be serious about it. This is a real business. It's not a it's not a fly by night or just something you just try. So that's the first thing. And so once you get into that mindset, that frame of mind, the next thing, uh, my next uh, I guess key to success is I was extremely consistent at it uh, because this is what I do. This is what I'm gonna do. I make sure there was always new content. Now, when you're a blogger, when you're a YouTuber, or when you put stuff content online, you're basically you 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 live on content. Right? Google loves content. Your readers want to see new content, and if you only put out one item and you don't put up anything else for who knows how long, uh, it ain't gonna work, right? So I put up daily content every single day. Um, in fact, for the first five years of the blog's life. I average 2.2 blog posts every single day, every day for five straight years. And there wasn't a single day, and even today now, even today, there hasn't been a single day in the blog's history where there was not at least one new blog post to read. Right? So this level of consistency, uh, that that's the second thing, taking it seriously, taking it seriously, and being consistent at it. Like, uh, a lot of bloggers, you know, they get excited, they put up a lot of content, but then they don't see the money's not coming in, you know, so they, they, they start dragging off and then suddenly they get a sale of something and they get set again, and they go up again and then they start dragging. They're, 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 they're like this, you know, <laughs> and when the key is to be just straight across the board. So uh, my advice to new bloggers always like pick a posting frequency that you feel comfortable with, whether it's, if it's one a day, great. If it's one a week, great. Well, what? pick a number and then stick to that for at least one full year because uh, after that, it'll become a habit and you feel a need to actually do this because uh, you feel strange if you actually do, don't do it. Like I feel very, very strange if, if I don't see a new blog post up on a daily basis, right? So uh, you have to become, you have, basically have to become a habit. So the, the, those two things. And the third thing is to, it's not so much as just making a quick buck. You need to you need to look at your revenue model, and you need to think lifetime value of your reader, or lifetime value of your customer. Like when I first started, my revenue model was someone comes to my blog, they click a Google, they click the Google ad, and then they leave. So that was entire revenue model, but at least that's you know twenty five cent to one dollar, whatever it is. That's whatever. Now I'm thinking lifetime value. I think this kind of customer. Instead of, having to kick, instead of having to kick an ad and making 25 cents to a dollar off them, I can build a relationship with them and over the lifetime, as they become a reader, as they don't trust me, and they list, and you know they get to know, like, and trust me, when I recommend other stuff to them, like my blog, what I'm using, when I'm traveling, uh, events I'm going to, 
they're more likely to buy from me. So over the lifetime, instead of a one-shot deal of making a quick buck off that person, over the lifetime, I could that customer could be worth a lot more money. Like uh, my best customer or my best readers uh, have spent over a hundred thousand dollars with me. Right. So and that's now uh, how many how many twenty-five cent clicks will you have to get to make a hundred thousand bucks? But I can make it one person. Right. So um, treat it like a business. Be consistent and think lifetime value for customer or readers in this case. Awesome, and you know, I really feel a personal connection uh, when I read or watch or see your stuff online. Uh, for example, you do your driving with John Chow videos or some of your product reviews, and it doesn't feel like you're reaching a million people or a thousand people or a hundred people. It really feels like you're reaching me. Yeah. And I think you've done a great job of really creating that personal one-on-one -on -one connection with your readers, your viewers, your listeners, your social media followers, etc. John, uh, you, you're uh, obviously a success story, but I, I know you've made some mistakes like we all do in our entrepreneur journey. So why don't you walk us through some of your difficult moments and some of your challenges and some of the mistakes you made so that other people won't repeat those? Uh, I can think of two. The uh, two main ones stands out, really. The, the first one was... Uh, I didn't. I did not capture my readers when they first came to my when they first came to my blog. Uh, and anyway, I didn't start my email list from day one. And in, in this business, uh, your email list is your customer base. Companies and normal businesses live and die on their customer base, right? So uh, I didn't start my list until a year down the road. So before then, basically. People come to my site, they read a blog post, they may have liked it, they may have not, but the thing is afterward, they, they leave. And because I didn't capture them, I didn't have any way to contact them again to say, hey, I got some new stuff, or maybe you, may, you might be interested in, in this. So uh, I they come either from a Google search or a link from someone or somebody sharing it. They read, oh, very nice, and then they leave, and then that's it. So had I captured them, have I started my email list from the first day, Today, my list will be twice as big, and conversely, my income will be twice as big as well. So it's a very, very expensive mistake, one that I hope uh, you don't make. So if you're starting a, a new blog, that's great. But at the same time, start the email list too. <laughs> so that, that, that's, the, that's the first thing. Uh, the second mistake was uh, I didn't start it, uh, I guess, hiring or getting help uh, until much later down the road, I was uh, a one-person operation, and I was, you know, because I was the expert at everything. So if I do everything myself, right? And and the truth, and if you do that, you, you don't really have a business. You kind of have a sort of a job. You know, you, you, if you a business is a team effort. It's a whole bunch of people. It's not just it's not just you, right? So, uh, but now, you know, uh, the blog is bigger than ever. Uh, my time is actually now less because uh, I'm not the only one updating the blog now. I have writers who update the blog for me, and because uh, I have an account to take care of the book and everything. So, uh, assume the key, uh, I guess, the key to living a dark and lifestyle or becoming a digital nomad is that you need to have your business basically run itself without you actually being there. Right. So, the sooner you can, uh, I guess, remove yourself from it, the better. And so I, I, I took a long time before I actually set up the business to be, so I can I can walk away from the blog, remove myself from the business, so I can uh, you know go anywhere and, and not to worry about oh I forgot my blog post today what am I going to do? <laughs> so uh, the, yeah, the, the, those are the, those are two big mistakes that uh, that uh, I wish I would have corrected sooner. Would have been because uh, if I did, the business would be a lot bigger today.
<laughs> Thanks for those tips. I uh, definitely recommend the uh, email list building. Uh, the, there's a saying in internet marketing, obviously, the money is in the list. Yeah. And getting help, uh, getting partnerships, getting joint venture partners, uh, th that's a great tip as well, a power team. So John, uh, tell us about the digital nomad side of your business. Uh, you have the freedom to go where you want, when you want, with who you want, how you want, as for as long as you want. So yeah. tell us about how you set up your business so that you can be a full traveler if you wanted to, visiting wherever you want with your wife and kids. Yeah. Well, the first thing is uh, you got it's automation. Um, so, like the blog, it's online, so therefore it, you can rent from anywhere. That's a, that's the first thing. So when you're looking at a, a when you're looking at a business, you pretty much have to be a business that that's portable. Portable. That's the first thing. And using a lot of uh, software or services, I'm able to do that. Like uh, uh, my, for example, when I get bills and stuff, everything is scanned into a scanner. It goes into the clouds. Uh, so I have software like Google Docs, Google Calendar. Uh, my writers. They all won't, they all have their own login to WordPress, so they can log in and just write and everything. So, all the the software and all the tools, and the, the great thing about these tools, most of them are free. So, like you know, all the Google services are free. The Hangout right now is free. That's great. Uh, email, I can the email I can access from anywhere in the world. And as for as for basically, you need to set it up in a way that you don't have to be physically at a location to do your business. This is why all my products are virtual products or they're information-based products. I don't have any physical product that requires me to go to a post office to ship something. So when it comes, comes to my blog, a lot of my product, of all the products that I offer, only three of them are actually made by myself. They're, they're video, online video courses that I sell on ClickBank. All the other products, of just affiliate relationship that I have with various companies. So uh, the affiliate marketing is one of my biggest, I guess one of my biggest income source. So when someone goes to my blog, I recommend them various products to various different companies. And if they buy it, the company gives me a commission. Like uh, when someone wants to have a blog, like a lot of people come to my blog to find out how to, how to do blogging. So I tell them, well, okay, first thing you gotta do, you need to set up a blog and I'm hosted by my web host, HostGator. So I tell them to HostGator, and they, they click on it, they buy a HostGator account, and HostGator gives me a commission for that. And so that's one. Uh, that's an example where uh, basically I just refer the customer, and I get money for it. So and then uh, so I, I look at those kind of product. So there's three types of products that I that I really promote. The first one is the free products, and they're designed to build up my email list, uh, exchange, exchange your email list for free products. That's my free ebook. And the second product is what I call, I guess, a, a low price uh, tripwire product. Or these are the kind of product that it's impulse purchase, ten bucks to forty nine dollars, and they're designed to they're designed to separate the prospect from the customer. So I get I get the prospect by using a free ebook. So, but I don't know who, who, who the buyers, who the buyer. So by offering a low price product, and these are my ClickBank product, uh, the whole thing, that kind of stuff, that will separate the leads from the customer. And once I get the customer, I know who the customer is, I can follow up and concentrate on those customers to sell them the more expensive, what I call the big ticket product, the product that uh, these will be masterminds, live events that uh, cost thousands of dollars, and they really add 
to the money. See, when I, uh, for the first five years, for the first five, actually for the first longest time, I'm longer than that, I've only basically sold products that are free and up to about a hundred bucks. And I did a pretty good business doing that. I built up to like 40 grand a month doing that. But the, but then I, then I guess I discovered uh, about four and a half years ago, I discovered, you know, if, if a customer is willing to spend four or nine bucks with me, he's willing to spend 500 bucks with me. He's willing to spend 500 bucks with me. He's willing to spend $5,000 with me. He's willing to spend 5,000 with me. He's willing to spend $50,000 with me. So it's kind of like I saw, I started adding really bigger ticket items to it. Stuff that costs, that stuff that costs up to $100,000. And uh, those sales are few and far between, but they really add to the income. And so these days, 65% uh, of my online income comes from products that cost more than $2,000. And that, that if you're, when people ask me, how did I get to six-figure month, six, over six-figure month, is because how many stuff do you have to sell? I go, well, actually, not that many. <laughs> not that many, really. Because uh, all I, all I got to do is sell, um, uh, well, please, four, Four top end masterminds, and I made over hundred grand or so. Right. So that that's uh, my thing is all of these, all of this stuff, the delivery, the fulfillment, are all automated. So every whenever I look at new products to or new thing to promote, I look at can it be done with me just automating it? Like uh, right now, someone let's say, okay, I guess I'll give you an example. Someone comes to my blog, they download my ebook, they read how to set up a blog. Oh, that's kind of cool. I don't want to set up a blog, right? So they, they click on the link to set up a blog. They go to my page and say, how to set up a blog for you? Order from HostGator. They click the link, order from HostGator. They follow the rest of the video. They set up a blog. They go, hey, I set up a blog. I, I, John showed me to set up a blog. I set up a blog. That's great. And I made money. And then my email will follow up with them and say, hey, you got your blog set up. But you know, I have an entire course on how to create content, how to drive traffic. It's, and then I sell them the course. And then as they go along, then we'll look at what else I can offer them, like additional product. Well, you know, if you want to be sales for turning your blog into business, you need an email list. So I go, I use Aweber, and here's, here's a, you know, so you should get Aweber first month free. And you can try after that. It's, uh, after that, it's uh, 19 bucks a month and up to 500 names. So if, and if you order for Aweber, I'll have a little ebook to teach you how to get your first 500 names. Right? So they click on that, and Aweber gives me 30% of the customer's bill as long as they remain a customer. It's passive income every single month. So 30% of the customers be for a long term customer, and that's for life. So over the last eight years, I have I refer to Aweber. And I make 30% of the bill every single month. And as the list gets bigger, the, the bill gets bigger and my 30% gets bigger. The, uh, the biggest account that I refer to Aweber, uh, his list has over almost 400,000 names. And his monthly bill is $3,500. And I get 30% of that. And to this very day, I don't know who this person is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, that, but that's just a beauty thing. And it, it's this, I, I love these type of affiliate, affiliate program that pays you every single month. I mean, they're out there. I'm Aweber's one, Lead Pages, another one, uh, Mobis one, uh, ClickFunnels, another one. So they give me a percentage of customer bill every single month. So over the last 10 years of blogging, I have referred hundreds, thousands of these customers to all these various networks and very various services where I get a percentage of their bill every single month. And it got to the point where today, if I want to, I could shut the whole blog down, shut everything down, 
and I would still be making five figures just because of those things that I created months and years ago that's paying me today. So that allows me to be total dot-com lifestyle, total digital Mac, could go anywhere in the world. And you, so, you, I mean, the blog's still making great money, I see, but even if the blog gets wiped out, like uh, my, my, my uh, earthquake hits the hosting company that, you know, if they're taking offline, I mean, I would, I would still be okay. Very, very impressive, John. I mean, uh, I, I'm really glad how you broke it down into the three products, the low ticket item, the high ticket item, and also the multiple streams of income, everything from your own courses to affiliate courses to ad revenue to YouTube revenue. Do you know roughly how many different income streams you have? Because it sounds like uh, it's, it's almost in the hundreds. Uh, tell us about how many income streams are coming uh, in. Uh, well, there, there's like, I guess, six main ones. Uh, six main one and one of the and the biggest one is responsible for for approximately almost half the income that's how it always is like you're gonna your biggest one's gonna be you're gonna count for us and and then the the but the the, the main one the one that really the, the main one is a uh, mob is the biggest and that'll be followed by a weber yeah because i've been doing eight years of hundreds of customers 30 percent uh, lead pages is another one, uh, 40% of the customer's bill. And, uh, so the average bill is $97, 47, 40%. So, uh, and, and then my own, my own courses, my own courses. And, 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 and then after that advertising on my blog. So yeah, here's the funny thing, you know, like when I first started advertising was all my money, that's what money, but today, uh, the ads. A lot of people, when they come to my blog, you know, they see the ads on it. They think, "Oh, that's how you're making money." You, and you see these ads, you see the banners and stuff that make money. Go and go, yeah. And those banners make make over ten grand. They make about ten grand a month. But the thing is, that's only five, less than ten percent of my income. So, what most bloggers, most content writers rely on advertising. Most YouTubers rely on the YouTube ad. That's how they're making their money there. But if you do it right, advertising. It's only going to be a small chunk of your revenue. Like, there's a whole other stuff you can do that'll make you a lot more money. Like, uh, my YouTube channel, uh, those YouTube ads on my YouTube channel, they make me about a thousand bucks a month, a thousand bucks a month for, for and that's on YouTube ad. But indirectly, because uh, I use YouTube to promote affiliate marketing, I use YouTube to promote my stuff, my products, my courses. That's what I use YouTube for. Uh, the ad makes a thousand bucks a month, but indirectly, YouTube makes me tens of thousands every single month because of the event. So unfortunately, um, most bloggers or most, uh, or most content YouTubers rely on advertising because they think that's the only way there is to make money when that, that's actually not the only way. And it's a, and once you break it down, it's actually a small fraction of it. And I guess this is why a lot of, a lot of bloggers, they see when you say like, how come most bloggers don't make money? Cause most bloggers are making money trying to rely on just advertising. Cause that's, that's all they know. And so they're making, um, I only make a couple hundred bucks on it. Well, you're making how many bucks on advertising? You can make thousands if you, every month, if you can structure it correctly and, and start looking at other, other ways, monetizing it and uh, thinking lifetime value of the customer. So John, you travel a lot uh, because of your blog, uh, both solo, you do a lot of solo travel because of your business, but also a lot of uh, family travel with your wife and especially with your kids as well. Uh, walk us through some of your favorite cities, countries, destinations. Uh, tell us more about the travel side of your business. Well, uh, generally, we do our travels in the summertime. Uh, we, before Sally started school, we would be 
all over the place. But now that Sally has school, she's basically school just scheduled. And we travel during the time when she's off school. But last month, uh, Sally and I we were in Costa Rica, and uh, so we we I guess my my her favorite place we ever been to was this, uh, Atlantis in the Bahamas, Atlantis Resort. She loved that with the uh, it's a beautiful huge resort and they got this thing called a rapid river it's a little river that runs around the entire resort It's a wave machine you just sit in the you sit in this big tube and it just sticks you around the whole place yeah that was a lot of fun and uh yeah japan disneyland disneyland sea in japan that's a uh, fun one of our goals we're gonna see all the disneylands around the world all right so the next one that's after this uh the next one will be disneyland shanghai because that's the newest one and but uh so far every single month uh well, for, for this year, uh, uh, I will, next week I will be in Costa Rica again, because we do some of our mastermind events there. So I'll be in I'll be in Costa Rica, and but uh, so far uh, this summer it's been a little. This uh, we haven't gone traveling as much because there's a I bought, we bought a new house and we're renovating it. But otherwise, uh, we were put Sally and and well, we were supposed to take a trip to Shanghai, but that was canceled because of it. <laughs> but hey, that's uh, options, you know. And but the great thing about this is that, uh, you know, the great thing about this is if someone, if you would come to me and say, hey, John, why don't you come on down tomorrow? Yeah, I could actually do that. Like, I don't say, oh, I can't say that. Oh, no, I can't. I, I got to work tomorrow. I have a job. My boss is going to be there. There's none of that. That's one of the biggest advantage of, you know, having time freedom, money freedom, and location freedom. And, you know, of the three items, you know the time freedom money freedom those are great the location freedom is by far one of the best to be able to run your business from anywhere in the world and the that not, not only does that give you uh, a lot of option but it also really really great from uh, I guess a freedom perspective like say uh, if I say one day I just uh, the Canadian government decides just tax you like crazy and you don't like it anymore well I have an option to leave <laughs> right so the uh, you know like when someone say hey the grass is greener the grass is greener on the other side well I could you could actually go check it out and see if it really is greener <laughs> and then a lot of the time I found that no nah, it's probably not so I go back home <laughs> <laughs> well you know Orange County is one of the most beautiful places in the world and one of the that's best what? climates in the world so I can see why you settled there yeah, so you know to end off with I would love to hear about the vision going forward John uh, you, you already have the three big freedoms of time, money, location freedom. You've already built up a six-figure, now a seven-figure, multiple seven-figure business. Uh, you have uh, the quality time with your wife and kids. Tell us about your vision going forward. What are some of your bucket list items? Where do you want to see johnchild.com go in the future? Uh, in the future, currently, I'm just going to try and scale the business, scale to what I have, try to, try to just try to increase the size, but also maintaining the the dot-com lifestyle, right? Because uh, uh, that's the key, you know, like uh, well, as business gets bigger, it usually takes more time. I want to scale my business so I can still maintain the current, my current input. And also going forward, I, there's a few bucket list items. Uh, I'm, I am looking at building some schools in Cambodia. Uh, my friend has uh, a few friends who actually built one. They told me about it. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm looking at that. If it, it turns out the foundation is actually in Irvine. So I'm going to be talking to them and say, well, hey, folks, so what, what's it cost for me to build and fund this school? And because uh, I, I, I do believe that uh, the best way to lift, to lift people out of poverty is with education. Right? Like throwing money at them and everything, that, uh, that, that's, that's a quick fix. But when you educate a population, you you lift it. You lift the whole population up, right? So uh, school, uh, 
And that's one of the reasons, you know, I send Sally to the best school possible because so it's my way of giving back. And of course, my uh, usual support the, for the Union Gospel Mission when we feed the hungry at the during Thanksgiving, that kind of stuff. So uh, looking more into that, but uh, just basically sharing my experience. Like uh, this is one of the reasons uh, I do those masterminds uh, that that cost a week or stuff, so I can basically help uh, other people achieve the dot com lifestyle as well. Right. So uh, uh, that's that, that's the current goal and uh, the short term and, and around the long term. But well, um, basically, uh, I was always told. Uh, I always thought that in the it was the end goal was a thing. The end goal was a thing, and but now that you, when you when you finally get to the end goal, when you finally achieve it, you find that 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 wasn't the thing. That that wasn't the thing. The thing was the journey along the way. So uh, it's it's the journey along the way that that is the really important thing. And so right now I'm just enjoying the journey. So and I just recommend people do that thing. Let's do that as well. Love it, love it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's no end goal as a digital nomad. No, it is no. the journey of being a digital nomad, the journey of uh, living the dot-com lifestyle. So, John, uh, usually I ask people, where do you find you online? But with you, it's obvious, johnchow.com. Uh, so is there anything else you want to uh, end off with, uh, you know, sharing either your website, your social media, your YouTube channel, or any other products and services, John? Yeah, well, pretty much everything is at johnchow.com. Uh, so you can just go to johnchow.com or just just Google John Chow. I'm on the first 10 pages. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's great talking to you and it's always good to connect with you again. And uh, it's cool that you're finally living and traveling the world and seeing seeing everything. You know, there's uh, there's uh, over 200 countries in the world. I know, 195, but unofficially, a lot of countries. And unfortunately, most people never leave their home country. And it really is a shame because uh, traveling, expands the mind it gives you vision and opens your eyes and but it also makes you appreciate what you have back home so uh it, enjoy the journey <laughs> yeah absolutely now we're currently number 68 and we're trying to get to all 193 united nation countries plus there's yeah. all these other member yeah. states that's right yeah, and uh, all these territories. So, you know, uh, it's one country at a time and one adventure at a time and doing all the things you talked about. So thanks again for your time today, John. All right. Happy travels. Happy, uh, you know, uh, happy internet marketing. We'll catch up with you soon, John. All right. Talk to you then. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, everyone. Uh, you know, make sure you check out John. He's easy to find. Literally, Google loves him. Uh, JohnChai.com. And we'll catch you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.